Hello you guys, welcome back to the expansion of the Kingdom Ministries. I am here today with a very controversial um, word. Um, if you're a super religious person, then this might, you know, stir up the pot. But I'm being obedient and I'm listening to God um, and I'm just gonna, you know, say what he's put on my heart and the confirmation that he has given me. Um, so this is specifically talking about sin, but the one sin that I have noticed that has become, um, more and more popular, I would say, not like that it for some it can it can be a trend but it just has been being exposed in the last years and this is something that the church loves to focus on out of all the sins i feel like this is the sin that they focus on and that's being gay right being gay and, um, you know, for the longest time, I knew it was a sin. I knew that being gay was quote-unquote wrong, but I never let that stop me from treating someone who is gay any differently than I would from a straight person. And I started to see how you know, the church and religious people, they persecute gays. And I was confused. I wasn't sure. I was like, God, I know that your word says that, you know, we shouldn't do this. But I just felt like, why are people targeting gay people? You know, like, because the more that I spent time with God the more that I realized that God looks at sin as just sin. He, do, he doesn't look at sin as, you know, ranks. Like, okay, if you say the F word, this is rank level one. If you rape, murder, and kill, you're on level 10. If you're gay, you're on level six. Like, that's not how God works. He looks at sin as sin, and that's just it. And so I just started to think, like, this is not helping the church and not a physical building like God's people. This is not helping the kingdom. This is not expanding the kingdom. This is harming um, the relationship. This is burning the bridges um, for people to cross over to have a relationship with God because they are getting judged, condemned, um, kicked out, um, you know, what is it, banned, um, expelled, you know, cut out of their own parents, their own blood's uh, family, their own, you know, community, everything like that. And so I just, I really believe that God wants us to know that Jesus died for our sins. 
different. If someone is gay, they're sinning differently than you. That doesn't mean that they sin more than you. You are a sinner. We are in need of God and we all sin and we all fall short and we all need mercy, grace, and forgiveness from God. And luckily, Jesus Christ came down and he died for, yes, the gay people, yes, murderers, yes, rapists. Yes, I know that it's hard to hear, but Jesus died for those people. And this is the thing is it's so it's not it's not just black and white with okay well if you're gay then you know you can repent and change your ways and not be gay anymore you know that's what I used to think I used to think okay well maybe if they just tried to turn away from that then they you know don't have to be gay but after hearing so many gay people being brought to tears saying that they would cry, they would go down to the altar, they would cry, they would beg, they would ask God to change them from a, from a young age. They knew that they were gay, they knew that they were different, and they didn't want to be that way. And so they would cry in agony and pain and toss and turn at night and not be able to truly live their lives. And they had this this guilt and this fear and this pressure and this tornness and they were in agony and it seems like no matter what they could or could not do it was like that desire didn't go away right and so what I feel like God is is aside from being taught what the what the church teaches us like you know an actual the actual religion and actual church teaches us um i believe that god is about god is a chain breaker right god is someone who wants you to be free he wants you to be yourself. He wants you to let go of the baggage that you're carrying, right? He wants us to hand that over to him. And one thing about God is that he'd rather have you hot or cold. He said that if you're lukewarm, he'll spit you out of his mouth. And so the thing is, is if someone is trying to do everything that they can to suppress the feelings that they have from a young age knowing that they're attracted to the other sex, right? How can they truly be free? How can they truly live a life of joy? They are in the lukewarm state of their life because they're not, they're trying to stop what they feel and I can't speak on how another person truly feels inside you know what I'm saying I can't belittle that just because I believe that you know they can change that that someone believes that they could change that you can't belittle someone because their way of thinking is different than yours right God calls us to love one another God calls us to not judge one another and 
the thing about religious people is they'll say, oh, I'm not judging you, but I'm not going to be um, around that. And I, and, it, and, and you know, God does say to, to um, speak up to others, to, you know, not keep a quiet um, mouth when you see that someone is, is living wrong, right? But the thing is, is everyone knows that being gay is wrong, right? Everyone, we were taught that being gay is a sin, right? So if someone knows that, you telling them that it's wrong is not going to help them. You you criticizing them, condemning them, judging them, casting them out, kicking them out of the church because they're gay. Meanwhile, the pastor is having an affair with his wife. Meanwhile, the pastor goes home and smokes cigarettes, drinks a 40-pack. Meanwhile, the person that's, you know, a part of all of the leadership groups, you know, is having a, um, sex out of marriage. They're stealing um, from the church. There's so many things that it's easy to hide. That's lukewarm. It's easy to hide those sins. Being gay, you know, it's hard when when you are gay, you know, it's hard to, to hide that because you're showing everyone that you're gay. So we can see that. But your people aren't showing others that, you know, that they're liars or that they're stealers or that they're they have a Jezebel spirit you know what I'm saying and so the church is doing it wrong because we're all sinners right so the thing that God has been just laying on my spirit is that we have to accept that we're all sinners and we also have to accept the fact that people are not going to think like us and they don't walk the same journey that we walk they don't have the same shoes that we are in and we're not in the same shoes as others and so what God needs us to do is he needs us to be examples for Je- as Jesus he wants us to be just like Jesus and and God even said greater works will, Jesus said greater works will you do than I did right so to to truly have someone form a relationship with God because if you're gay God doesn't not want you God doesn't not want a relationship with you God doesn't not you know God doesn't hate you God we're all sinners we all sin the thing about God is is you have to look at a parent he is like a parent and if you look at a good parent they always have unconditional love for their children right they may not agree with what they're doing they may have even tried to to prevent what they're doing to open their eyes to what they're doing but they still love them you can literally see um i forgot his name i think he was ted bundy it was one of the um he was in seattle and then he went to colorado and he would murder like middle-aged woman i can't remember his name but his mother was a christian and she was like i still love my son 
on the interviews, on camera, in the court, while he's on trial, hearing all of these murders, hearing everything that her son has done. She did not agree with what her son did, but she still went and visited him in jail. And see, that's hard for us to even imagine, like, that because we're so mad at you know the sin really it's really that we're mad at the sin and the sin is that it was disgusting that he was murdering mass murdering women you know and torturing them raping them beating them that is disgusting and it's hard to even imagine how you could want to be around someone who did that but his mother's love was unconditional that's one thing that I got from watching that documentary on Netflix was that his mother's love was unconditional you know um and that's the same way that God is his mother did not agree with the killing she was in fact probably disgusted by it she probably questioned it, what she did wrong you know she probably felt like was there something that I could have looked out for if it was psychological maybe I feel like I'm guilty for the murder you know there were so many things that the mother probably felt but she still chose to love her son and be in his life and just let him know that she still loves him she didn't agree with what he did but she still loved him and that's the thing with god he does not agree with what we do he doesn't and for people who feel like well you know i repented and i changed my ways well there's still some things that god doesn't agree with what you do you may wake up and feel crappy and then you have an attitude with your child and you think well you know that's not really a sin but you're affecting the way that your child psychologically thinks about themselves and how you think about them maybe you're creating an insecurity from that god wants us to treat people with love and respect but it's okay because you feel bad and you're sick and you've been so stressed out that kid didn't chose to be born you laid down and had sex and gave birth to that child and because you're not feeling good that day it's okay for you to yell at your child and tell them to get out of your face and shut up no that's sin and god doesn't agree with that that's just an example of something you know how small things that we can overlook don't think that you're don't get caught up in thinking that you're so holy and you're so righteous because we're always going to fall short. We're always sinners. And the thing is, is one person's con condemnations is not going to be the same as every other person. Just like some, some person may feel like, you know, I really don't want to eat meat anymore. I truly believe that meat is you know bad for our bodies i truly believe that animals are in agony and in pain and being tortured and being mass murdered and being slaughtered and then transferring their energy of all of that pain and torture into that meat that we're eating and i feel bad for the animals and i don't want to put that type of energy in my body and i just feel like my body doesn't digest it okay well that's your con condemnation that's what that's your um sorry i'm saying the wrong word that's your conviction there we go thank you god that is your conviction and then you'll look at tim you'll look at um daniel you'll look at uh greg you'll look at all of these different people and they're going out hunting 
and they're smoking that pig, they're smoking that ham, they're smoking whatever they just hunted, and they love meat, and they swear by it. It's protein, you know. It it fills them up, you know. They they love it. They'll never give it up. They're not convicted by eating meat. You are. So we can't shame others. And we can't point the finger because we all are going through our own journey. It's one thing if God puts it on your heart, right? He puts it on your heart and you're like, God, I'm not sure if I should say this. Let me just ask for some some confirmation. You know, give me some confirmation. Should I speak to this person? And then God gives you the confirmation. You have a peace about it. So you're like, okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to bring up to this person to this woman that you know god loves you and that your body is a temple and that you should cherish your body and that you're better than sleeping with men for money she may be offended at what you just said but you were obedient to god the thing is when we when we just act on impulse like oh in the word it says being gay is bad so if you're gay then you need to get away from me and you're sinning and you're horrible and you're disgusting like that's not how god acts and that's how a lot of the church and christians have been acting and i just want to say i'm sorry if you feel like i'm talking to you like <laughs> rude i'm just i'm not talking to you rude i'm just talking at the situation and you know I just get so like my heart's in this and you know this is all from experience within myself and things that I've noticed and observed and felt and everything it's just all in one and so I really just feel like God has brought me to this point where it's just like the true message of this is that we all fall short we all are sinners that's what we need Jesus for that's what we need Jesus for and if you're still here God still has some things to work in on you and the greatest thing is seeing someone who has been hurt verbally abused emotionally abused betrayed um shamed ridiculed mocked um cast aside for being gay and them being traumatized by the church, them hating God because of people's actions, right? And then leading others astray for everything that they've been through and experienced through people, not realizing that that's not who God is, but those are the people who represent God. So because they didn't have a, re- a relationship with God or you pushed on that guilt it made them run away from him and that's not what God wants God wants us to lead people to him he wants us to build the bridge from person to Jesus and God wants us to act in love and humbleness and kindness and love and joy God says to love him seek the kingdom um before anything else and everything will be added unto you to love God first and to love your neighbor as you love yourself if you don't have a strong relationship with God then you won't be able to love yourself and you'll be set on religion and you'll think that you're being mighty and that you're doing the right thing by by condemning others but really you haven't really 
you don't really have that deep of a relationship with God if you can easily speak down onto others and ridicule others and judge others because God says to judge no one. And so I do believe that shining light on things is is right and God even says if you don't if you don't obey him then whatever you're disobeying the people that it affects their blood is on your hands right that's how God takes things so seriously of chain reactions and chain um effects but it's all about hearing from God and what he wants you to speak to others about like for instance, this is an example right now. God has been leading me up my whole life until this moment to speak this exact word. And I got the confirmation. And I felt I felt the love and the joy that it brings God when people are able to unite and people are able to being unity regardless of their age regardless of their religion regardless of their um work ethic regardless of whatever their sins are regardless of their sex preference regardless of their race regardless of anything god wants us to be united and be living in love the best demonstration and the best way that you can get people to come to God is by acting in love because God is love and that attracts people to God. When you love someone and you're kind to someone, then you attract them. You're demonstrating the character, the trait of who God is. God is love. God is joy god is peace god is unity god is everything that is good so when we act in love we can attract people and help people break those those barriers and those bondages of change that the chains that people feel people genuinely feel in their heart that they're gay and there's nothing that they can do to change that whether you like to hear it or not that's the truth so if that person genuinely feels that way you'll never know how it feels to be them or you know you can't change their mind they think a different way than you then the best way that you can help them is to love them and be there for them and demonstrate that you know god is love and that god still loves them regardless and so then they can have um, a relationship with God, and so then they don't have to feel like every Christian is, you know, evil and judgmental and stuck up and rude. They can feel like they're not going out in public and they're being condemned for the way that they're choosing their life. Because I'm here to tell you that God gave us free will. If someone believes that they're gay, if they tried everything that they can do to not be gay, and they want and they're choosing to be gay. God gave them free will, right? God gave us all free will. That's why we're able to make mistakes and sin and do things that are not what God would want. But guess what? God's love is unconditional and he loves us. And that doesn't mean like if you feel convicted about something and then you tell yourself, well, God, you know, died for me, for, um, for me and for my sins. So, I can do this still. 
No, that's wrong. When you're convicted by something, and when you truly desire to change that, and you know that it's wrong, deep down in your heart, you there's nothing that you can do to shake it off, then that's an indication that you do need to repent and you need to change your ways. But I know several people who they were convicted by not being gay. They were agonized by suppressing this feeling in and holding it in and and feeling like they have to have a secret life. And so they're living lukewarm. They're not living in their truest form or their truest self. And so really, they need to just let go and be who they think that they're supposed to be and venture out in that journey because God gives us free will. And I'll tell you, every mistake that God has allowed me to make, God worked that in my life for good because I allowed him to. You never know what someone's journey, why God allows things to happen in people's lives, why he allows us to make certain decisions. We'll never understand that. God says you you don't understand, but later you will. And it's not up to us to try to figure out why a person's this way or why. It's up to us to be, hey, I'll be a shoulder for you to cry on. I'll be there if you need me. I want to let you know that I don't judge you and that you can you're welcome in my church. You're gay, you're welcome in my church. You killed someone 10 years ago and just got out of jail for it. You can come to my church. You used to be an addict and steal from people. You can come to my church. Hey, you used to be a prostitute. You can come to my church. That is how God wants us to be. God wants us to be full of unconditional love and to be an example, to be a light for people. So I hope that this encouraged you. If you know anyone that, you know, is battling with being gay or they um, have come out and now they're free, but they have this, this resentment, this hurt and the battle with God and the church and people, then feel free to send this to send um, this word they don't have to listen but why not try you know to let them know that there are people out here who believe in Jesus Christ but we're not so stuck in religion that we're gonna judge you cast you I'm a sinner we all sin and live in your truth be yourself God loves you unconditionally and he gave us free will and that there is power and unity and being together and so yeah just feel free to share it to whoever maybe you need to share it to someone who's not gay and they judge gay people and they are so stuck in religion um you you never know which side of the fence we're on right now but um yeah like I just felt so like empowered by this word that God gave me and um if you want to um feel um empowered by this too i would definitely suggest you if you have netflix to watch queer eye it is such a great show and it really demonstrates um there's a couple episodes of them where they go to churches and they speak to pastors and people in the church and it really just like opens your eye to what the true message of god is and that is he's about unity and he's about love and he's about um, living in peace and harmony with one another. And so, yeah, I would really encourage you to watch that.
plus it's just a funny show it's great and so we don't have to be so uptight we that's what religion wants us to do it wants us to feel like we can't make any wrong move that god will hate us that he'll judge us that he'll cast us out that we're going to hell we have to choose to believe to see the good in god and fear god know that god is to be feared yes but he wants us to live in joy and peace and actually enjoy our lives not just look back in the past and have all of this you know heartache and pain and look to the future and be fearful and scared no god wants us to live in the present and truly enjoy what we're doing not live every day by day just in the motion doing the routines that we're used to no he wants us to truly enjoy life and he wants us to feel like that no matter what his love is unconditional for us if you have heard anything other than this then that's not of god God loves you. God is like a parent. He's going to give you the guidelines which you need to follow your life by, right? But also, he is giving you free will. He can't control you. You're your own person. You are his creation, but you are your own person. You have your own free will. You have this life that God knew everything that you would do, every mistake, everything from the beginning to the end. He knows when you're going to take your very last breath. He knows every single thing about you, and he still is asking you today to turn to me and give me a relationship let's start slow if you need to but let's just start a relationship if we have a relationship my child let's deepen it let's go deeper i want to go deeper with you i want to get to know you i want to fall in love with you god is saying he wants you to fall in love with him he wants you to give him your time and that's what you do when you're married to someone that's what you do when you love someone you give them your time you give them respect and you give them love and cherish them and honor them and you enjoy life with them you create memories with them you're free with them you're empowered by them this is how god is he should be our first love turn to your first love so that you can love yourself so that you can love your neighbor so that we can bring more people into the kingdom of god time is so short it seems like it's going to be long if if we're here for another 10 decades that's still short time is so short the end is near and things are getting crazy in this world you guys crazy in this world so if we can be the change if we can be the light if we can be love in this crazy god forsaken world then we did something that was for god we can say that we truly live for god and yeah you guys i pray for all of you um that we can just have a receptive heart to receive the love that god has for us and then we can give that to other people and help change them and and be the person that builds the bridge from person to jesus so yeah i hope that this word empowered you like it did for me encouraged you to just go out there and be a true disciple for god and to just demonstrate who he is and he's love and he's kindness and he's joy and he's everything that's good so yeah guys i'm gonna go ahead and stop chatting off your ear i hope that you guys have a great monday or what 
whatever day you're listening to this, um, that wherever you're at in life, that you're having a blessed one. And until next time, you guys, God bless.